This is Sideline Story. I'm Zhao Ying. About a decade ago, clubs in the Chinese Super League began spending heavily to attract big-name foreign players and coaches. With huge state and corporate investment, China aimed to build a division to rival the best in the world. That didn't happen. Instead, the Chinese Super League is now having an existential crisis. Tianjin Tianhai Football Club has announced on Weibo that it has officially been dissolved. Super League's defending champions Jiangsu Suning, who have announced that the club will stop all operations. This Chongqing Liangjiang Football Club has announced its dissolution and withdrawal from the professional league. Companies that once spent tens of millions to acquire players now cannot pay their bills. Several of the biggest clubs have folded, and more could be set to follow. People are asking, "What has gone wrong?" My guest today, Li Mingyu, is looking for answers in Cameroon, an African country ten thousand kilometers away from China. Cameroon has one of Africa's most successful national teams, yet at home, the situation has been deeply difficult. The national league experiences regular disruptions. Sponsors have deserted it, taking their money with them. Many players left football to do other jobs. However, when Samuel Eto, the superstar of African football, won the election to become president of the Cameroonian Football Federation in December 2021, he promised to rebuild football in this country. To football lovers, December the 11th is a great day for Cameroonian football. We are opening a new chapter in our sport's history. Has he succeeded? Li Mingyu is a senior business consultant of the Cameroonian Football Federation. He's been writing a column about his observation and takeaways in this Central African country. Basically, Mingyu, you're in charge of the marketing of Cameroon Football League. Well, as we know, Cameroonians have their own football culture, but it looks that commercialization is something that they are not so good at. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's true. It's not just in Cameroon. Actually, the situation is the same in most of the African countries because the commercial situation is not so good, and even under the pandemic, it collapsed. A lot. So to set up the marketing structure in football field is more difficult than before. Actually, we had this experience in China. China has a large population that brings a large market. But in Cameroon, we have to to do all the work based on the reality. But the good thing is in Cameroon, we don't have many entertainment like movies. So people prefer. To take football as their first choice for the entertainment, and I think in other African countries it's the same. It's easier for the local company or even the foreign company in Cameroon to accept that football is the best way to do the branding. Yes, that's true. And、uh, tell us more about Eto, because many didn't expect him to be the president of the FIFA Food. Yet he won the election, and he's been a very active president. Some say he's too active. In your eyes, how is he performing on the job? I believe that Samuel Eto'o is the best choice for now. 
everyone has its own way to achieve the goal, especially for a striker. We cannot say that he's too active because to rebuild Cameroon football, he needs lots of support. It's not only come from Cameroon. As the ambassador of Qatar World Cup, he has to be active at this moment. He has to be active to get all the support to rebuild the Cameroon football. It costs a lot of money. You need to manage all the resources well, especially money. You have to put the right person in the, in the right position. That is the priority. I am not happy. I'm not happy at all. You represent the Cameroonian national team. I don't care who is in front of you. You need to get the job done. I cried for years because I had bad World Cups. But I knew what problem I had and why I had bad World Cups. And that is not going to happen as long as I'm president. I accepted the presidency to change things. And spots on the squad will be expensive. Nobody. I repeat, nobody has the place guaranteed in the squad. You have to do your job. If you want to come and put the Cameroonian shirt on, you have to do your job. Otherwise, don't bother to come, and I'll be happy. I will be happy to have the children play. Do you feel that he's succeeded in rebuilding on football in Cameroon? And he made some efforts, get some achievements, but for now to define succeed or not is too early because mm-hmm. we still have lots of work to do. After three months, people will judge Samuel To by the result of the World Cup. They will not judge him by his hard work or what effort he has made. They will only say, okay, he already brought the Cameroon national team to the World Cup. Let's see what happens next. So yes. That's the most difficult part. Okay, wish him good luck. The opening ceremony of this year's National League took place in Ambuda, and that was also your advice. But this is a region that's under rising pressure from English-speaking separatists. Why did you think Ambuda was the best choice? Actually, it's a, it's a risky plan because by that time, Buddha is still in huge conflict. The meaning to put the opening ceremony in Buddha is to unite all the Cameroonians through football. Buda is very close to Bamenda, and uh, we know that Bamenda is still the main district of North Conflict. Another reason is PW Bamenda was the champion of last season, and uh, that is what they deserve. So to put an open ceremony in the center of the conflict district is a risky plan, but it's also very important event for people living in that area because they suffer a lot. They really need football to encourage them and to bring them the motivation to rebuild their home. Okay, we always hear people say that um, sports bring us together and changes start with sports. But given the situation in Cameroon, which is embattled in this um, civil war for quite some time, Do you think football is something that can really bring people together? Because here in China and in many other countries, we see fans of different teams quarrel with each other or even fight each other. The conflict between football fans, actually, it doesn't matter. What matters is what can football bring? Can football bring peace? For sure. 
for example, in 2006 in Cote d'Ivoire, actually Cote d'Ivoire was in civil war at that moment. And also the Cote d'Ivoire national team is fighting for qualification of World Cup. The captain, Didier Jokba, he made a speech. He said, brothers and sisters, now what is the most important thing for us? It's not to fight against each other. We are here and we are struggling to get the qualification to the World Cup. Let's just see that what we can do. He promised that he will bring the Cote d'Ivoire national team to the World Cup. And actually, he did it. Men and women of Cote d'Ivoire, from the north, south, center, and west, we prove today that all people from Cote d'Ivoire can coexist and play together with a shared aim to qualify for the World Cup. We promised you that the celebrations would unite the people. Today, we begged you on our knees. Forgive. 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 The one country in Africa with so many riches must not descend into war. Please lay down your weapons and hold elections. All will be better. We want to have fun, so stop firing your guns. Cote d'Ivoire was qualified for the World Cup and uh, the civil war was suspended. So I think football had, can bring peace in those African countries. African countries like Algeria, like uh, Angola, like uh, Togo. This happened again and again that football can stop the conflict. They can bring people together. In your column, you wrote a lot about your observations in Cameroonian football, and quite often you compare them with the situation in China. I feel that you are trying to figure out where the future holds for Chinese football. Is this because you feel that there are things in common in football industries in these two countries? I think there are many things in common. And actually, the main purpose for both of the countries are the same because they all want to show that they have the capacity to build up the football industry. That's also the reason I came here. I want to figure out how to set up uh, the football industry step by step because Cameroon is also in the rebuilding procedure for its football industry. I think we have the same issue in China. But there are also differences, right? Uh, I mean, Cameroon yeah. has a strong national team. That's different from China. For sure. As we know, Cameroon is a football country. The football culture has lasted for many years. The Cameroon national team participated in the World Cup eight times. We can say the top one in African football. For China, now the situation is a little bit complicated. Because of the pandemic, because of the investment, we have to face many difficulties in China. 30 years ago, we start to realize that the football market is also an open market. Before that, all the sports in China, it's like uh, we guide them with policies. 
not to put them in the market. And until now, we are still trying to find the right way to develop the football industry in China.、Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about the Chinese market?、Um, I feel that there are a lot of football fans here in China, but、um, do you feel they are、uh, different from those fans in Cameroon? I think in China, football is not so necessary in people's daily life.、Mm-hmm. Comparing to other more entertaining sports, for example, the frisbee. The frisbee is a hot topic here in China because,、yes. yeah, to take the field of all the football pitches, people believe that it's more funny, more social, and not so confrontable. So you do not think it's so, good to to just focus on the entertaining part. Not just not just focus on the entertaining part. In Africa, people need to be more competitive, to struggling for the natural resource that they, they need. Actually, football is perfect match of this traditional、uh, behavior. But in China, it seems that we don't have this culture or this history. Okay, I see. Actually, I I am not an expert in football or or frisbee, but I used to be a basketball journalist, and I think game for fun was、okay. once used as the slogan of a CBA team. I, I think that's the Jiangsu Dragons,、uh, the team of your hometown, right? So,、okay. w- what is wrong with playing for fun? Actually, there's nothing wrong for playing for fun, but to set up the football industry, it's You need to have the what I said the atmosphere.、Mm-hmm. The atmosphere comes from the the history, the culture of football. You have to accept a failure, and most of the time when you go to the stadium with your family, probably you have to accept that the team you support cannot always win. You also got to visit youth football camps in Cameroon, right? So, can you share with us some of your takeaways? Because youth training is also a hot topic here in China. Comparing to China, Africans believe that it's necessary for the teenagers to be productive in sports. Despite the purpose to be professional in football, can help Africans to succeed more easily. You can find the football camps in Cameroon everywhere. In China, we took it for granted that the path to achieve success is better education. To recognize that the importance of sports in fostering frustration is more important. Actually, now more and more young parents they agree that the the great spirit makes teenagers growing up. Actually, the great spirit is from is from sports. It's the idea that. You have to be ready to face the, the change, and you have to be mentally strong and physically strong. Here in Cameroon, actually, I had some young players, and I put them in the in the training camps, in some clubs. I also learned a lot during the daily life with them in the training or in in the game. If there's any suggestion I can have to young parents in China, that is. The parents should join the sports camp with the kids and stay with them because both kids and parents they can really learn a lot from it. That's right. That's right. Um, but unlike Chinese football clubs that spend heavily to lure foreign players, Cameroon has to deal with the outflow of players, right? Especially those in their teenage years. So how do they deal with this? Well, this is really amiable for us because you cannot imagine if Cameroon national team they can have Mbappe, they can have Umtiti, they can have Chouameni, Ekiteki, and、uh, those players. What if they have 
all those players representing for Cameroon national team, they can't even have the chance to win the World Cup. But this is normal because for the modern football industry, money talks. African countries, they need to develop their, their own professional league in case that young players feel that they cannot improve themselves if they still stay in the club of their own countries. And they have to accept the, the terms that they might need to represent other national teams for their career. In my opinion, to develop the local professional league is the only solution to avoid the outflow of young, talented players. Actually, we don't have this issue in China. <laughs> I wish we can have this issue in China. <laughs> okay, but I, I mean, as you said, money talks, right? But look, it looks that the era of Chinese football clubs splashing big money on international stars is over. And some might say that Chinese football is, is back at square one. So what exactly went wrong with the Chinese strategy, you think? I think the problem does not come from money, not from the investor's side. Because if you trace back the history of the big league, they all comes from big invest. Now we are talking about the league in Japan. But 30 years ago, it's like China. Big companies invest a lot that bring superstars from Europe, from Brazil, from Africa. That is what they say. You have to be attractive. You have to make this, this sport popular first. Even in Premier League, after the big company from Mideast, from Russia, for example, Abramovich. And then we start to know that, okay, now Premier League is the biggest league in the world. But before that, Bundesliga, La Liga, Liga, they are much more popular because we, by that time, we see the Premier League. It's not tactical, it's not attractive, and it's not so popular. So that's the reason I believe that we need big invest to develop the Chinese Football League. But at the same time, the rule makers, they have to set up the structure to run the football market to enhance the power of clubs and not those things, those companies, not those sponsors. When you have a club like Chelsea, like Liverpool, like Bayern Munich, even the sponsors leave, you can still have a good club. That's what I want to say to all the managers of Chinese clubs. Okay. And not to rely on those investors. You need to you need to have the structure. Okay. And you mentioned in one of your articles that when Samuel Eto was running for Feka Food presidency, he asked you for some Chinese experience. Uh, I think that's very interesting because from a Chinese perspective, it is Chinese football that uh, needs some Cameroonian experience, perhaps. Um, so what do you think we can learn from Cameroon? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Actually, it's simple. What you only need to do is to guide those people in football yeah, and make them really happy to be in this game. And you can easily gain something when people can really enjoy this game, not to take football as as a duty, like, okay, we have to go to Qatar to, 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 to play in World Cup. Actually, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. You see that even for Italy, for France, for these big European countries that has a long history in football and has very good professional leagues, they might lose the, the qualification to World Cup. 
The only thing we have to do is to patient, let football itself to grow up in China. Well, I, you think that、um, the problem with Chinese football is that the players they are not happy. Maybe I I cannot agree with you because I think they are quite happy. The thing is, the audience are not yeah, happy, well, and they want、yes. their money back. They want their ticket back. I think it's when we talk about money. Yes, for some of the players, they make big money in the last few years. But what what if they don't have money now? Do you think they can really enjoy this game? And we are not talking about the players. We are talking about everyone in football: the audience, the fans, and the sponsors, the managers, the the parents of of, of the teenager players. They have to treat this game again, not to treat this like a, a job or a duty. That brings too much pressure, actually. You know that since seven years ago we start、uh, nationalization of foreign players, let them represent the Chinese national team, and the purpose is for the World Cup. Do you think that's、What、a good idea? After that, I think it's a good idea, but we cannot rely on that.、Mm-hmm. In Japan national team, they had Brazilian players, they had African players. But when we talk about the Korean national team, there's only Koreans, and they perform well in World Cup. So we are trying to find the solutions for Chinese national team to be able to take part in the World Cup. And actually, this is not a solution to build up Chinese football. 最后结束的 The referee from Singapore has blown the final whistle, and China's beaten Oman 1-0 at home and qualified for the 2002 FIFA World Cup with two matches to play. It's been 20 years, I think, when China made it to the World Cup, and hopefully we can see them in the World Cup again in the near future. Although I'm not、for、quite、sure. optimistic. We just need to be patient. We cannot make the project for one or two years. We need to have the project for ten or twenty years, even longer. And what can you lose from the failure of that? You won't lose anything. You just need to wait. Anyway, football is not like other necessary industry in the world. We just need to enjoy it, like all the Cameroonians. That's it for this edition of Sideline Story. I'm Zhao Ying. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.